I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears in rain. Time to die. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com or listening on any of the vast number of podcasts, catch-alls. If you can hear my voice, you're a friend of mine. I greatly appreciate it. All right, so we're still cleaning out the closet for the decade. I've got a few more of these episodes to do, uh, focusing on those who left us in the last year or so. So let's just get into it here. It's a really interesting stellar list on the show today. I'm going to do a couple of twofers because there were some really big deaths, in my opinion, that uh, garner at least a couple of songs for representation here. But before we get to a couple of these double shots, let's kick it off with a burner here. It's definitely considered one of the great cover songs of all time. And uh, I guess now journalists have dubbed this genre proto-metal and a band that represents that. Some people even called them the first heavy metal band at one point coming out in the mid to late 60s from california it was a band called blue cheer now whether or not you want to debate whether blue cheer is like one of the first metal bands or not it's kind of irrelevant right now because we're talking about their drummer paul whaley who left us on january 28th of this year at age 72 so definitely wanted to pay tribute to him and his contribution to the history of music and specifically hard rock and the early days of heavy metal psychedelic rock whatever you want to call it but yeah just some uh, powerful ass drums here so this one's for paul whaley course we're gonna play summertime blues Summertime blue 
off the show with some high energy right there that was blue cheer with summertime blues that was for paul whaley their late drummer as of now so thank you paul for your contribution to music history right there and by the way bad host i failed to mention at the top of the show there that little film snippet right there to open up the show with was my little way of paying tribute to the now late great rugger hauer of course you may know him most famously as the main replicant baddie in blade runner did tons of other movies and tv shows so go check out the filmography of the great rugger hauer all right moving along here for those of you who might be new to the show what we do here on our uh, playlist for the recently deceased we focus not just on the famous people that have died as you can tell because not like paul whaley was a household name but we definitely want to focus on people that contributed in some way to music and specifically maybe even uh had an effect on me in my music history my music life here so yeah you know if you made any kind of impact whether you're a writer producer musician what have you you're going to make it here on this list for sure. Case in point, another guy that's not a household name, but definitely some greatness right here. A guy named Harvey Scales. Kind of a behind-the-scenes guy, but also a singer in his own right. But he definitely wrote a monster song here, and I definitely wanted to play this for Harvey, sending him on his way out. Now, if you weren't alive in the 70s, and I was not alive for most of the 70s, but 
you know, if a song was number one on the radio, you heard it a lot. So if you were alive in the 70s, you heard this song a lot. You must have, because in doing my research here, I found out this was number one on the Hot 100 for an entire month. So yeah, maybe you've never heard this before. Maybe you've heard it a million times. Maybe you haven't heard it in a long time. But for Harvey Scales, he wrote this song. So we're going to pay tribute to him with this one right here. Via Johnny Taylor. This is Disco Lady. Shake it up, shake it 
right, there you go for Harvey Scales and a, I guess an extended tribute right there to Johnny Taylor who left us a little over a decade ago. But that was Disco Lady, a number one hit for four weeks in a row back in the 70s. So there you go, Harvey Scales. He wrote that song and it's probably on his tombstone as well. So yeah, all right. Moving on here, someone I could definitely have done a whole show on. But I'm just going to do the one track because we, we definitely represent this band quite a bit here on the show. And I'm a lifelong Monkees fan and was extremely sad to hear of the passing of Peter Tork. Who, uh, Peter, real interesting guy. I mean, if you've heard anything about the history of the Monkees, Peter was actually kind of like the guy that showed up to the audition that supposedly wasn't even there to audition. He was giving one of his buddies a, a ride. I think it was like one of the Crosby, Stills, and Nash guys. Maybe, I'm, I'm not sure. I, that's... I don't have it in front of me here, but uh, proof positive that I don't have Wiki open up the whole time. So unlike a lot of podcasters. But yeah, I remember hearing somewhere, reading in one of the books, that he was giving his buddy a ride. He wound up auditioning. Got the part. So, uh, you know, Peter, talented guy. He could play a, a multitude of instruments. Uh, you know, six-string, four-string, banjo, which is a hard instrument to play, so props to him. You know, piano, he could sing, he had his own bands after the Monkees and stuff like that, so, and I, and I was fortunate enough and had the honor and privilege of seeing him live a couple of years ago, uh, that really cool AXS concert on the Monkees. I was there with my better half, Nola, so glad I at least got to see him perform. I can't say that about all the Monkees, but uh, as far as, like, getting to see him live, I missed out on Mickey as well. But yeah, when I was at that show, I uh, definitely had a moment of just like, whoa, feeling the heavy right there. Kind of had to wipe it away a little bit. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay. So it was on this song, and this was like a song that, you know, he did as like a harmony with Mickey at the show. So I wanted to play that because when I hear that song, it makes me think of both Davey and Peter. So here you go. This is the Monkees for Peter Tork going out to him. This is Shades of Grey. Yesterday, life was such a simple game a child could play. It was easy then to tell right from wrong, easy then to tell weak from strong. When a man should stand and fight, or just go along.
From their third album, Headquarters, and from their first album in terms of artistic freedom right there, that was The Monkees with Shades of Grey. Now that song is just like the saddest song ever now because of Peter and Davey on that track, but I love it. So, hope you enjoyed that. That was Shades of Grey from The Monkees. Alright, moving on to the opposite end of the spectrum, which happens quite a bit on these kind of shows. Uh, Keith Flint died March of this year at age 49. Very sad. A little too young to die there. Uh, He had some problems, uh, so if anybody out there has a problem uh, mentally, uh, you know, and, and is not feeling well, if you hear anybody say disparaging things about themselves and things like that, just try to be there for them if you love them. Yeah. Okay, so Keith Flint. I'm not the biggest Prodigy fan in the world. He was actually, I know a lot of people that are actually like hardcore Prodigy fans that like say when they brought him in it was the end of the band, all this stuff. But as far as I could tell, when they brought him in, they became super famous. So I think Keith Flint was pretty important right there. He was kind of the face of the band after a while, and you saw him in all the videos, you know, of course, Firestarter and Breathe and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, like I said, not a big Prodigy fan. I didn't hate him or anything. I'm just uh, not a big fan of the uh, electronic genre or anything, but I do have something with him on here, and he co-wrote this song, so I figured, why not? Let's just play it here on the show, because I know he has some friends and fans out there, so, you know, I want to be respectful. And once again, not the biggest fan, but also not a hater, so it's good enough to make it here on this playlist here. And, uh, you know, I have something here off of the spot soundtrack this is a kind of a remix duet between the prodigy and tom morello from rage against the machine Uh, so here you go a song that keith flint co-wrote pretty cool track actually for what it is this is the prodigy and tom morello with one man army
there you go that was the prodigy with special guest tom morello right there and that was one man army from the spawn soundtrack for keith flint who left us too soon in spring of this year and we're going to move on here to this is another guy i mentioned peter Tork earlier in the show easily could have done an entire episode on this guy could have done multiple episodes on this guy and every song i would have played you would have known this is one of those guys for the longest time, he was definitely a behind-the-scenes guy in the sense of not being in the public consciousness. If you're not a hardcore musicologist, then at some point you didn't know about the Wrecking Crew. But thankfully now, there's like a documentary out about them, and they're finally kind of getting their due as like the soundtrack of your life, or a lot of other people's lives. So Hal Blaine, the main drummer from the Wrecking Crew, left us this year really sad, and I even planned on doing an entire episode for Hal Blaine, but just got way too far behind in everything else that's been going on this year so i do apologize you know if you were looking forward to that i was looking forward to it so i figured i definitely want to play at least two songs to represent him here i you know i played some beach boys on the last show so i'm not going to do that although he played on a tons of beach boys hits he was pretty much the drummer on the entirety of pet sounds played on good vibrations like that kind of stuff like i said go look up Hal blaine on wikipedia and you'll find the hundreds and hundreds of songs that you know that he's played on so i'm gonna play two of my personal favorites so we're gonna do a double shot here so the first one is probably one of the more iconic songs he ever played on and the other one i'm gonna play was also a big hit in its own right but this is the one i probably air drummed the most to and as a drummer that's probably all you can hope for that someone out there is mimicking your shit so i figured that's the best way i could pay tribute to hal blaine so i'm just gonna play the twofer and i'll come back and tell you what you heard Enjoy. This is for Hal.
took away our ways of life The tomahawk and the bow and knife Took away our native tongue And taught their English to our young The Hal Blaine double shot right there. Started off with Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Of course, can't go wrong with that one. And then we finished it off with Indian Reservation, The Lament of the Cherokee Reservation Indian by Paul Revere and the Raiders. Love that track as well. The guy that wrote that song, Johnny Laddermilk, he died a few years ago. I think I actually played that to represent him, but never get sick of that. It's great stuff right there. So there you go, Hal Blaine, arguably one of the greatest drummers of all time, especially one of the more successful drummers of all time, for sure. Uh, Another guy who was just aces in his craft. I'm talking murderer's row kind of guy. Dick Dale, man, once again, could have done a whole show on Dick. Uh, One of the most influential guitar players of all time. I'm sure he was amazed to find out that he was so influential in what would become thrash metal, basically. I mean, it's crazy to think that, that a guy that was playing like surf jams, but it was just the way he played and the attack that he had on his guitar was massively influential to a generation of shredders there. So I think it might be safe to call Dick Dale the first ever shredder 
for sure. So, um, yeah, if you have any other contributions to that list, uh, feel free to send them along. But I'm going to go with this for right now. Uh, early on in my childhood, I was aware of Dick Dale. You know, just hearing his songs here and there and movies and such like that. I think the first time I really saw him was in Back to the Beach, if anybody remembers that one. He was doing a cover of Pipeline with Stevie Ray Vaughan, which is really weird to see if you go back and watch it. But, yeah, I mean, you could have played anything from Dick. Of course, he had this big comeback, you know, to the public consciousness uh, by the use of Mr. Lou in Pulp Fiction. I'm not going to play that. Everybody knows that song. So I'm going to play one of my personal favorites here. So this is for the late, great Dick Dale, arguably the greatest left-handed guitar player of all time after Jimi Hendrix. This is Knight Rider 6. <laughs> There you go. Sending Dick Dale out there uh, amongst the waves. That was Knight Rider 6. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, throw on some Dick Dale. Find some Dick Dale records and get them in your collection. All right. Uh, I'm a big fan of early rock and roll, 50s rock and roll, doo-wop, what have you, all that stuff. The building blocks and even the stuff that preceded that. But I love me some 50s music. And I've often commentated lately in the last few years how sad it is it's being kind of erased, especially off of terrestrial radio. So I'm going to play these two songs. They're super obvious if you're aware of this era of rock and roll, but uh, this guy David White died a few days after my birthday this year, actually, on March 16th. And uh, David White, once again, not a household name, but super duper important and man. Uh, arguably wrote two of the greatest songs of 50s rock and roll. So I'm going to have to play it as a twofer here. So David White was one of the founding members of Danny and the Juniors. And if you don't know Danny and the Juniors, then I would hope you at least know these songs. So we're just going to play these right now. So roll your sleeves up, lean up against your car, and enjoy this one. Some Danny and the Juniors twofer right here for David White.
dancer when you're tripping at the hop Do the dance sensations that are sweeping the nation at the hop Let's go to the hop Let's go to the hop Oh baby Let's go to the hop Oh baby Let's go to the hop
arguably one of the most rock and roll twofers you could have right there. Two Danny and the Juniors classics, iconic songs right there. We started off with At the Hop, and of course going right into Rock and Roll is Here to Stay. And I was reading up about these two songs specifically. At the Hop, number one song, no doubt. So Rock and Roll is Here to Stay was actually the follow-up song to that, so I definitely played them in chronological order. But uh, Rock and Roll is Here to Stay only got to number 19. Uh, What a difference uh, a few months make, where the uh, backlash of conservative radio was trying to rage against rock and roll and get it banned, get it taken off their radio. So rock and roll is here to stay. should be an obvious number one right there, but it fell all the way down to 19 from their previous number one at the hop right there. just goes to show you that the push was already happening by that point to get rock and roll pretty much banned, for lack of a better term. But always going to love those songs. There you go. That was for David White. He wrote those two songs. Massive, massive impact on rock culture right there. And we're going to finish off this episode paying tribute to another guy that's not a household name but wrote a really cool really cool iconic song here guy named andre williams he's an r&b guy singer but also a writer and he wrote this song it's been covered by tons and tons of people you might know it best uh from its appearance in the blues brothers movie and you should it's iconic you should definitely know the blues brothers movie Ray Charles did it in the film. We're going to go back and listen to the original version of this song. So the Chicago band called the Five Dew Tones. And the original recorded version of the Andre Williams co-written song, Shake a Tail Feather.
there you go. Yeah, of course I had that. I, I do have that. There you go. You just heard it. That was the Dew Tones with the original recorded version of Shake a Tail Feather. That was for its co-writer Andre Williams who left us this year. Good stuff there. You gotta be in a good mood when you hear a song like that. So that's kind of what I try to do on these episodes. I want to pay tribute to those who contributed heavily to music or just to my personal love of certain things and, and uh, all things music here and uh, try to have the most fun possible whilst talking about death in some way. So hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to try to get another one here hammered out before our Christmas episode, so stick around. We are on cnjradio.com, where you can find every episode of Rock Strikes 10, every episode of Rock Strikes 10 also on Spotify, as well as all the other podcasts on cnjradio.com, including the flagship, the Wrestling House Show, the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions with our friend Randy Brown, a true alternative, Last Theater with Chris, where Cinema trash is treated like treasure talking rock with myself and the great mark striegel of talking metal and of course i am vinyl with the great pete larusa and I, i'll pop in occasionally there but mostly it's pete's show it's a great show so go check that one out as well those of you might be getting record players for yourself or your kids this year i am vinyl is a good show to be subscribed to all right we're gonna go ahead and get out of here but last but not least want to give an extra special shout out to pete larusa and the great space beard for the awesome outro it's the best outro in the business and we play it on every episode let's go to facebook.com slash band enjoy some great music and tell them that rock strikes 10 sent you gonna be back in a few more days not too far from now with another playlist for the recently deceased until then Have fun.